0: and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. I'm Zan, and I'm your GM. Thank you for listening today. As always, we hope you're staying safe and healthy. And I'd like to thank you again for your patience and understanding. It's unusual for us to postpone an episode release like this. But given the loss in our group, we felt it completely necessary to do so. We are so grateful for the outpouring of love and support you all have shown. It means the world to us. Thank you. In this episode, the group continues to explore the grove and find out what hides between the trees. Leaving the people trapped in the dome behind for a bit, they venture out to find a solution to the predicament. Strange technology is found, machines are encountered, and persuading motions are made. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallren and Jory explore the imprinted echoes of this forest.
1: Well, off we go. Don't go anywhere.
0: You make horrible jokes. Nils says his eyes just narrow.
2: We know that, but hey. That's
1: okay. No judgment. Okay. I'm good to go. You too. I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. I keep an eye out, or a feel out for the same sort of. Uh, ring force field type thing that I felt uh, in addition to the disc just to make sure that's extra precaution for the trap. Which way do you head from the trap?
0: Counterclockwise or clockwise?
3: Clockwise. Wait, no. The The, the bears were northeast, right? Yes. Let's go counterclockwise. Yeah. Let's start west. Yeah, counter
2: sure. Counterclockwise from kind of the northeast point. You start... Swinging out
0: in that pattern. And you swing back enough to see where you found Noemos. And then kind of continue your circle. You actually almost get to the edge of of the forest. Where you had found the domed trap was not all that far into the wooded area. So as you circle around, you get almost to the western edge of the grove. And then continue around, spiraling down. As you start to go farther, circle back into the woods, I would like everyone to make me a perception or investigation check level
2: three.
3: Success with a seven for me.
2: Failure with a three. Okay. Well, I rolled twice. Both were successes, though. That's (laughs) fine. We'll go with the first one as a six.
0: No worries. Both Nehemiah and Smallrin notice something. in you notice some tracks on the ground. They are humanoid, but not human. That's not good. Nehemiah, you hear some strange
2: chittering kind of up in the distance.
3: don't like that.
2: Question about the tracks. Is it... Mm-hmm humanoid but not human in the way that there's something that looks like oh this is like they're cybernetic in some component or is it oh they have like weird claw marks or extra toes is it is are we looking at like an ab human or you are looking at an ab human do they have extra toes or weird claw marks
0: they do not have extra toes or weird claw marks they are small and puffy looking that a good way to describe a track? I don't know. It looks as though, kind of like, would you imagine if there was like a lot of like if you were to set a a bag of something down in the dust, how it kind of leaves that like
2: puff, almost? It almost looks like there's heavy Very tiny, stay-puffed marshmallow men.
0: (laughs) If anyone would like to roll to see if they can identify these, you are more than
2: welcome to. Oh, I would love to. What would... Is that just a straight roll?
0: If you have any, if you have a skill you'd like to apply, I can uh, you can absolutely argue that. Otherwise, it would be intellect level three. Okay.
2: Yeah, I don't. Unless you're willing to accept my my flex skill of menagerie whisperer.
0: No, uh, abhumans ab, ab are not are not beasts of any kind. They are specifically somewhere in between.
2: Fine. All right, I am untrained and I'm going to spend a point of effort. Success with a 13. These, to your knowledge, are the tracks
0: of a Yafuk. They are kind of grotesque-looking, short, squat abhumans. Their skin is a sickly, jaundiced-looking yellow. And they have no hair but their skin is excessively loose. Aw, poor guys. Which would probably factor into the weird puff nature of the footprints.
2: And abhumans generally are, like, not friendly. Like, they're not necessarily super, super dangerous, but they're not, like, buddy-buddy. Yeah, so
0: typically abhumans will, unless there's something that's driving them otherwise, will kind of avoid civilization and aren't usually too happy about people intruding in in their spaces but that's not to say there are some abhumans that you know people have decent social relationships with but these ones are not necessarily that i will say that with your role you also have the bit of information that the Yavak have a near insatiable hunger. And as soon as, I assume Smallrin mentions that that is the tracks that she sees, Nehemiah, as soon as Smallrin says, oh, Yavak, you go, oh, yeah, that's the sound I'm hearing. That's what those are.
3: That's that mechanical No, chittering?
0: It is chittering. Uh It is not the mechanical sound you heard. Gotcha, gotcha,
3: gotcha, gotcha. So at least they're
2: not mechanical
3: Yavaks. No, but Yavik are rough enough. If they decide, do they eat people? From my experience,
0: they don't hunt people specifically. It's not like that is like the main part of their sustenance. But they will eat anything they kill if it's gotcha edible.
3: All right, eyes up.
1: Okay.
3: We may be able to barter with them out of here, but
1: uh, let's just avoid if possible.
3: Exactly.
1: Unless they have. But they the also key.
3: may have the exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they may have what we're looking for. Okay. I ain't keen on that either. So
1: we've got a last resort is the cave, and a second last resort as these things. Mm-hmm. Cool. Shall we keep creeping along then?
2: I think that sounds best.
0: You continue your. Spiral. You're spiraling outwards, is that correct? Okay. I need everyone to make me specifically a perception roll level. I'm going to say level six, but you have an asset here, each of you.
2: Oh. Heck yes, Rin. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Another? Second second time. Okay. And I
2: I rolled an 18, so I get plus two damage. (laughs)
1: but you're not attacking
0: anything.
3: Not that you know. Not with that attitude. (laughs) And I rolled a 15, so I still hit it.
0: 20 for Rin, 15 for Chase, and 18 for Bridget. Wonderful. Specifically because you all asked what the trap looked like, you see about 20 feet ahead of you a flat metal disc set into the ground. Nope. And it is a little bit covered with, like, some foliage and things like that. It doesn't look like it's been actively hidden. It's just a little overgrown.
3: Gotcha.
1: I was going to say, your fancy plants can't get to us. We're good. We know what we're looking for. So Let's not, not step on that. That was the asset I gave you.
0: Had you not asked what the trap looked like unsprung.
1: Ooh. ooh, ooh, ooh. <sighs> Should I go step on it? Because I can just come back out, but... um
2: anyway, <laughs> I, I just... Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> maybe not, maybe not, but, you know, I mean, if there's any more I, information... There's,
2: there's pros and cons, too. It's true. There is the possibility that because it has such a sophisticated triggering mechanism, there's someone monitoring this. So if the trap is sprung... Now that they have supposedly two people, at least, they may come check the trap, which I am not sure we want that.
1: Is there a, another release panel on the ground at a similar location as the other one? Yes. Okay. Is that outside the perimeter of the the field? It is not. It is inside. Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll look around it a bit. Sure. Just... Not going inside it, but just seeing if there's anything on the ground, anything around, any other force fields. Absolutely. I don't know if that would count as part of a major effect or anything, or if it's yeah. isolated. No, too. I'm 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 good with that. Okay. I'm good with that, you start looking around
0: on the ground. You find a what looks to be a discarded cipher. I guess I'll pick it up. It looks like a kind of looks like a, almost like a drill, but it has handles on both sides. So it has like something that like comes out the front and like a some sort of almost like handle kind of thing underneath anything. But on, on either side, almost jackhammer style. Okay. And if you look at the front of it, there's like a very dense lens, like on the front. Dense lens. Interesting. If you'd like to take a look at this you can roll understanding numenera i would like to do that this is a level eight Oof.
2: actually can i uh look through my mentor's notes and see if there's anything any information that could allow me to possibly give her an asset on the roll?
0: yeah go for it so here's what this will be. So I'll give you an asset as Smaller's kind of looking through the book, kind of giving you pointers. If you want to spend a level of effort, that would probably help Kay. because that would take it down to a rollable. I will. Is there anything Nehemiah would like to do to help?
3: I mean, I don't think I've really got much of anything. I'm not particularly good with Numenera.
0: Even if it's just providing moral support.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Go, team. Clap for me.
3: While they're inspecting this and kinda of going through the book, I will take up a defensive position. That works. Because we've got
1: Ravage Bears we... and
3: yeah, we've got... yeah.
2: A little bit of everything.
3: Ravage Bears and Floppy Folk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh boy. Chase a fur.
1: Okay, so I've got a point of effort and then an asset. I will
0: give you I will essentially give you another asset in this case, just because you don't have to worry about anything. Following you or looking around. You're focused on this and only this as Nehemiah Mm -hmm. takes up a defensive position.
1: Okay. Fail. Four. Sorry. Oh, man. Oh, darn. It was still pretty high difficulty. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. It was.
0: You did roll a four, though, so that's also pretty
1: low. Yeah. Uh, Roll 20. (laughs) Why?
0: I think it's a drill. (laughs) I'll give you this much.
1: It would make a beam of some sort. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. It looks like a beam drill. Hmm. That's all I got. Sorry. Do you know how to turn it on? I don't know that that's a good idea, (laughs) but there is a button right here. (laughs) I think it's a button. It might be a logo. (sighs) You can figure out how to activate
0: it. Yes. Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> Keep in mind that ciphers are one-time use. Oh, yep. mm. okay. Never mind then.
2: Darn. That's really because this this seems like the sort of thing that might cut through an incredibly hard substance.
1: If it cuts through the hard s- people then too as
2: well. Well, cuz what I was thinking is we just we stand like off to the side and basically just use it to like slice like a very thin slice right off the edge
3: mm-hmm. i mean to be fair none of this is usable because you are making like hand motions and that's those true. do not <laughs> i know i'm, I'm a trying a to explain medium. to you guys <laughs> no i I,
1: we, I i get it okay so we could cut the edge off
2: um <laughs> we could take the edge but off. it
1: might it might not even do that though because who knows it also um, could
2: yeah that's we have no way of testing it which is problematic yeah
1: I do not have room to carry this around because the two little buckles I have for ciphers are both being used on my belt.
2: (laughs) I like that in world that's the explanation for why we can only carry so many ciphers.
1: At least yours.
0: I mean, it's technically not. You technically <laughs> have cypher sickness as a thing. I know. Which Nehemiah knows all too well. <laughs> yeah, but
3: uh, counterpoint, what if it's like Pokemon? And there's just the arbitrary limit of uh, of six that you can have in your party yeah. at any given moment. Everybody only cares, carries around so many, yeah. but no.
1: One day they'll invent a belt that has three loops. But until that day, if anyone else wants to carry this but um cuz i'd be fine putting some more like thought into investigating it but i don't know if right now is the time um, unless it's the key unless you turn it on and it shrinks and it goes in the little slot but i don't think so <laughs>
2: um anybody i i think all my cipher buckles are also
3: engaged currently <laughs> i i will this seems important i'll go ahead and put it in the backpack and what happens happens okay how about that okay all right um, so i will go ahead and add the weird lens weird beam lens
1: i feel like it's a mm, i don't know if i can speculate because rin has ideas i don't know that George. you can mm-hmm. speculate i i
0: I will never say that an idea that you have wouldn't be something that your character can't have. If you decide that it's one of those things where it's like, nah, my character totally wouldn't think of that, that's fine, but don't ever feel like that's something that I'm going to impose upon you. If you have an idea, this game is about
1: exploration and understanding, I'm not going to fault you for that. Well, just based on the handles and the shape and the beam, it does seem like it could just be a drill, like you know to get through surfaces mining that sort of thing possibly or to carve pathways in uh, the ground or mountains um or it could also be a very large well kind of large well medium sized hair trimmer <laughs> but i'm i'm thinking the like an excavation tool i'm that's that's my guess i don't know
2: I like that those Um, are the options.
3: (laughs) Yep. Uh, Z, what do I need to roll for Cypher Sickness?
0: Oh, that's right. You are picking that up. Okay, so.
3: It's 2d10, is that right?
0: Yes, a d100 plus the number. It's going to be a d100 plus 10 for every Cypher you're carrying over your limit. Okay. 17. Okay, so a total of.
3: So no, I I rolled a 7 plus 10 is 17.
0: All right. Nothing happens. Cool.
2: That we know of. No.
0: <laughs> and it, it honestly, it's meant to be that if you're just carrying one or two more, it's gonna be pretty hard for something bad to happen, but as you start racking those up, zero through sixty, nothing happens. Oh,
3: okay. Right. I had a bad roll the first time I yeah. picked, I busted that limit.
0: Yeah, you, you were uh, at like eighty, ninety something.
3: Yeah, no, I was I was because like one hundred is a black hole swallows you. <laughs> Basically. And you just die.
0: (laughs) You can roll this high, but at a 200 plus, a tiny singularity is created that lasts for a nanosecond, consuming the character and all their equipment. Oh, like actually?
2: Like actually, 100% black hole. Wow. Interesting.
0: That would be you carrying 10 ciphers over your limit and rolling
1: max. Yeah. Yes. Ouchie. Ouchie. Ouchie, Just for a mechanical question. Once yes. that has been rolled, does it need recurring rolls at certain points? Or is that just good for the it's three? once then? per day. Once per day. Once, okay, once per day. You. Couldn't remember.
2: Is it bad that now that I know that's a possibility, I really want to just pick up ten ciphers and and roll until and gets swallowed by a small singularity. If you want to create a new character, there are other ways to accomplish that, Bridget. No, I, it's not that I want to create a new character. I just really think it sounds cool. <laughs> and deadly. Well, yeah, but that's kind of Smallrin's M.O. Uh, cool and
0: deadly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Nehemiah picks up the cipher, and you all continue on your spiral. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I kind of want to put a sign up by the trap. Could I do that real quick? I don't know if I'd had the supplies between the three of us just to say danger. You can find a stick because you're in a forest. And we know that Small Run always has paper, and you can easily find a way to write something on okay. it. Actually, if there's some sticks around, since we are in a forest, I'll just kind of poke some in a circle around the edge. So okay,
2: that works. Stay up.
0: Just barely up to the edge of where you can right. guess that field is. Right. Cool, cool.
2: Since we didn't bring the poster board with us this time.
0: Right, <laughs> right. You continue around your spiral after putting the circle of sticks around the trap that you did not trigger and you eventually you start hearing that grinding sound again, that clicking, grinding metallic sound and it is definitely getting louder in the kind of curved direction that you are heading and it is very low
2: to the point where you assume that it's probably something very large. Mm-hmm. Is there any sort of rhythm to it? Does it sound like an engine? Like, does it sound like oh, there's some large machine nearby, or does it sound like this is some sort of mechanical moving creature? Kind of a little bit of both. Interesting. Okay, are we are we about to run into an ATAT? <laughs> no darn i wanna i wanna capture it and ride it <laughs> do you continue forward with 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 caution sure i'll i do i'll do caution and concern
0: as you start moving forward, you do start to see some strange like Markers in put into the ground, like uh, thing, like skulls on sticks and feathered totems and the like, or, and bits of metal and numenera and things like that, kind of like haphazardly wrapped around trees and things, like looking again, kind of like either trail markers or territory markers or something. But you kind of see that as you continue along.
2: Is this anything? What were they? The Yavik? Is this anything similar to, like, what we know they would leave? Probably. To mark their territory? Possibly, yeah. You
0: continue on, and eventually what you see is a a cliffside. You're at the bottom of this kind of cliff going up. It's not terribly high. You can easily see the top, and you can see more trees kind of up on the edge of it. But there is some sort of machine made of twisting metal and these strange cylinders with clear tubes and various liquids and crystal shards poking out all of it. It's almost completely embedded into the side of the cliff. Parts of it are kind of concealed by the brush and the trees that have kind of grown up and around it. Clearly, it's been here for A very, very long time, but kind of piled in little groups and on almost like little altars in front of it are bones and tools and sticks and pieces of machinery, feasibly some sort of offering. And you do hear this kind of, that grinding sound is coming from
2: this machine.
3: Y'all, I do not like this.
2: No, this does not seem... Inviting? That—that That is a
3: word. Oh, boy. All right.
1: To... Could this be what the traps are for? So, and then... I
3: mean, yeah. maybe.
1: You start
0: hearing some chittering again, and footsteps coming from
2: within the woods. Chittering I wheel around,
3: in... spear out.
2: I would suggest perhaps we take to the trees. Yes. Let's be All as right.
1: hidden as we can if it's not too late. You, I'll have each of you make a stealth roll.
2: Can I
0: use my espionage? Yes, I will let you use espionage. That's yes. A speed? Yes, that'll be speed. And that will be, if you're trying to hide from this thing coming, it will be a level three.
3: Okay. Failure. Two.
2: Success with a 13. Success with an 11. Okay. So
0: you all start trying to get into the tree line and hide away from this... Sound coming up and
2: oh, Smallren was saying like act- she starts climbing a tree.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So you start climbing trees then instead. My bad. You start climbing the trees, and Nehemiah, you kind of serving as the protective detail, are waiting behind to make sure the other two get up before mm-hmm. starting your ascent. And you wait just a moment too long. Yep. And out through the edge of the tree line to the small clearing that is in front of this cliffside come a band of Yavik. Mm-hmm. And they are carrying group, this like handfuls of stuff. Stuff the same kind of stuff that you see in front of the, uh, in front of this machine. So mm-hmm. bones and and animal remains, ciphers and technology, sticks and rocks. And they're they're carrying these things and and chittering in in the very kind of like, chanting and and rhythmic way, trying to maybe match the sound coming from this machine. Gotcha. And you see this, and. At first, it seems like you might have gotten away with it because they seem very focused on what's going on.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: one of them drops some of the stuff that they are holding and goes to pick it up. And on upon looking back up, makes eye contact with you, drops their stuff again and starts screeching. And I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative for yep. me, please. Okay. <laughs>
2: Ooh, that is a twenty. Wow,
3: that's a five for me. Oh, wow.
2: <laughs> also a twenty. Okay. Okay.
0: So it'll be uh, Smallren and Jory, the Yavik, and then Nehemiah. So in this moment, as it starts screeching, Nehemiah, I need you to make me a speed defense roll, level three.
3: Okay. That is just an untrained speed roll if
0: you're trained in defense speed defense then okay. that would be good otherwise you can always apply I have effort that
3: listed anywhere so that is fine speed roll failure with a 2 um
0: and this this creature throws a knife and knife at you it, mm-hmm. it comes up almost short but it sticks in your foot and you ah. take 2
3: damage to my right i have armor 2 yep. so nothing or nothing. Yep, cool
2: and now you have now you have a knife
3: <laughs> He's harmed me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So that was kind of a uh,
0: moment of seeing that. And mm. it is now Smallren and Joy's turn. You hear the screech and you see, looking down, that Nehemiah had something thrown at him. And he is now kind of like taking up a, okay, let's do this type of position that you know all too well from Nehemiah.
2: How many and how far away from us are they?
0: There are eight, Yavik. And you are... I will say you're probably about 10 feet up in the tree with Nehemiah being maybe five feet away from you all and they're another 10 feet away from that. So 15 feet total away from the trees that you are in and you are 10 feet up. They
1: Have they noticed us yet? In the trees? No. Okay, that's good, I guess.
2: But they very much noticed Nehemiah. Do the branches of this tree extend far enough that I could get above them?
1: They're in in a a more clearing area now. They've kind of come out of the the tree line. One more observational question. Um, Yep. Is there one that's bigger than the rest? Anything that seems like it might be a leader? No. I will give you this. You,
0: generally speaking, know that Yavak are just, they are utterly disorganized. They do not have a strict group hierarchy. They they kind of just rule by, like, power of, of might is right. But that's, that could change at any given moment.
2: Interesting. You said that they have an insatiable hunger, correct? Mm-hmm. They will eat almost anything. That is... That is edible. Edible. I would like to pull out whatever I have, whatever food I have that is most um, fragrant, I guess. So if we have, like, jerky or something that has, like, a, a distinct smell... I would like to pull that out and then just, like, lob it and try to land it in the midst of the Okay.
0: You guys have mostly dried rations as established on your journey, so you, you can have some jerky or something of the like. Go ahead and make me a... Throwing a ranged something will be speed. It'll be, I will say, level four. One degree harder to try and get it, like, in the center of where they are. Yeah.
2: Could I argue that because I have the Ogrin orb, it helps me to kind of place that throw better?
0: Mm, I'm going to say no, only okay. because
2: it does not have the patience to focus on Oh, that. that's fair. Uh, Alright, cool. Then I am going to spend for a point of effort. Speed roll, don't let me down. Nope, failure with a six.
0: Okay, so you do throw this jerky, and it does get near them, but rather than being kind of, like, in the center of their mass, it's kind of off to the side. So I will say... I assume you were trying to distract them, essentially? Yeah. So I will say that it will pull two of them kind of, like, off to try and devour
1: this jerky, rather than more. All right. Jory? It did look like they were trying to make an offering, right? Yes. So... How stupid does Jory want to be? Okay.
0: <laughs> that is a question only you can answer, my friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um, okay, I do have my comprehension graft. Can I um, pick up anything that they're trying to say or communicate in their yells? It could just be, ah, baseball or something, but... Um,
0: the comprehension graft attuned you to a single language. It
1: did, I think.
0: Okay, I will say that this will at least give you an idea of intent, Uh, Although you cannot understand all of their, any of their words. Mm -hmm. They are in territorial mode. Okay. This is something that they are protecting.
1: Okay. And if they
0: kill you, they'll happily eat you.
1: I don't like that part. Okay, they're still too far away to get a jump on them, right? Yes. You would not be able to jump down on top of them. Okay. And the thing behind them is mechanical, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So here's what I'm going to do. It's probably a very dumb idea, but since we're going to attack them anyway, uh, I want to take all the ciphers or anything mechanical that I have and kind of put it all over myself uh, to kind of strap it up real quick. Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to drop down (laughs) in front of Nehemiah and Uh I'm going to make very aggressive noises. Um... See, I had something to kind of help me with this, but I'm not sure what it would be. Uh, I'm just trying to look like an avatar for the thing that they're giving the <laughs> offerings uh-huh. to.
0: Good, good. Oh boy. Okay. I will see three PO you. I will be your god. Good. Are you trying to do this in an intimidating way, or are you trying to do this in kind of like a persuasive way? A bit
1: of both. A bit of like, what are you doing attacking these things that I want to be here for? I am your leader.
2: Ooh, actually, (laughs) uh, hold on. (laughs) Yeah, Hold on. Smallrin sees you frantically strapping things to yourself, asks you what's going on. I would assume you tell her fairly quickly. Making gestures. I have... I have a persuasion enhancement cypher. It's an adhesive patch that activates when slapped on someone. And for the next 28 hours, you have training in persuasion tasks.
1: Give me me it. You just slapped, Jory.
2: (laughs) I pull something out of my pack and I smack you in the back.
1: Done. Okay. Oh my god.
0: Okay, so... I'm going to have you roll me Persuasion. Okay. Obviously, you ha- you are
1: trained in that now. Okay. If you want to add anything else to this, you are more than welcome to. I do have initiative, which I suppose I could argue as a, I am taking initiative of the situation.
0: <laughs> no, it just means that you're trained <laughs> when you fine. roll initiative. I know. I thought I'd
1: throw it out there. <laughs> you can apply effort. I'm going to do that. Okay. Uh, what's the difficulty? Do you look back to Nehemiah for any help? Uh, Yes, I do. Because being intimidating is kind of his thing.
3: I mean, well, this thing is, uh, these things are going to go before I have a chance to, because I rolled like Mm. garbage. So I will take my cue from how they react, because I have a thing that I can do as well.
1: Perfect.
0: We'll see how it
3: goes.
1: Jory, let's go ahead and roll that then. Okay, train. I'm sorry. Did you say a difficulty? It will be a difficulty three. These are a difficulty three. Trained, effort, and do I have an asset or anything? no okay success at a 17 awesome plus one damage decently high you
0: like just fall down and kind of start making big gestures and and kind of like trying to persuade these creatures to back off Mm -hmm. and they all are kind of like taken aback for a second and they look back they look behind them to the machine and back at you and back to the machine and back to you I will
1: try to replicate the noises that it's
0: making (laughs) somehow they believe it regardless of what
2: sound you make they believe it oh god
0: um half of them four of them drop what they're doing and bow down the other four kind of look to them and look back at you frozen and confused, none of them take a turn this round. Mm -hmm. So you have four that, like, fully believe it. Four that are like, what is going on here? But regardless, none of them attack or move or do anything else Okay, this round.
1: I'm gonna maintain looking puffed up and important. (laughs) Nehemiah.
3: Nehemiah will palm uh, a cipher real quick, just keep it in hand just in case, Uh because this might actually be working. And then move, like, to, like, in front of, but off to... Not to obstruct the view of... Like catty corner? Yeah, exactly. And take up the biggest and Im- most imposing position he can at this point. Okay. If anybody does anything to Russia's, then I, I'm effectively holding my action to pop the cypher and attack.
0: Okay, sounds good. All right. That's a round. Small run. Jory. I love this, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm really worried this is gonna mess it up, but I'll I'll make eye contact with the ones that aren't bowing, make an mm-hmm. extra angry noise, and hopefully get uh, Nehemiah's backup. And then, um, I, I hmm, I'm trying to decide if briefly going out of phase and coming back would look intimidating. Can I roll a danger sense or something yeah. to kind of get an idea of that? Not to do anything, but to get an idea of that would sure. help or not? Yeah,
0: go ahead and roll um, danger
1: sense. Okay, danger sense difficulty three. Okay.
0: Yeah, okay. nine. That works. You get the sense that it would probably add to
1: your your facade. Okay, if it probably would not it i'm gonna do that then to try to get the other ones to fall in line okay
0: you continue to make noises and look intimidating and big and you kind of just goes mm-hmm. and
1: phase out and back in for a second mm-hmm. i'm gonna have you make another persuasion check uh, i would also while i am out of phase i want to take a step closer so that i look oh. bigger when i come oh back. Yes. good 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 good. yes good you said uh persuasion again okay trained again
0: yeah, still trained. I'm gonna give you an asset for the phasing action. Okay. Uh,
1: difficulty three. Okay. I'm gonna do effort as well.
0: Then it takes it down with with an asset, trained and effort. You automatically succeed. Oh, okay. Ta-da. Because that that takes it down to a zero.
2: Okay. So, and I, as this is happening, so Jory is currently directly below the tree, correct? A little bit farther out, because she dropped down and
0: then got in front of Nehemiah. Okay. So maybe about, like, five feet out from the tree.
2: Cool, because...
0: And now a little bit farther, not by much, though.
2: Basically, as she is, like, as she reappears, I want to either drop or kind of lob another chunk of jerky directly in front of her, as if she has reappeared with food for them.
0: Okay. Okay. Perfect. So, Smallrin... Speed for throwing level three. Cool. Um, <laughs> I'm going to
2: spend for a point of effort. Okay, so level two. That is a success with a
0: nine. Beautiful. So you throw the jerky, and as Jory then reappears a little bit closer to them, food appears on the ground at the same time. She makes imposing noises, and the remaining four drop what they're doing and bow down. That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to episode 33 of Imprinted Echoes. If you'd like to follow the podcast on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Imprinted Echoes and our website at imprintedEchoes.com. On that website, you'll find links to the Ghostlight Media merch store as well as our Patreon if you're able to help us out monetarily. And on that note, I'd like to thank Atan, Jeremy, and Carlin for their support. If you'd like to help us out in other ways, take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating on review on whatever podcatcher will let you. It goes a long way in helping us out. As always, you can find our hosts on Twitter, myself at Covered Sawdust, Chase at TQLoudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at ReallyBridget. And of course, follow our network, Ghostlight Media, at GLM Pods. Thank you once again for listening, and I hope you'll come back in two weeks to hear another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zan Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenlee and is edited by Pat Mahood. Original show theme music is by Justin Longacre. This is a like Media production.